And we are off. And we're back. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cash Leads Podcast. I am your host. My name is Donnie, aka Tyrannosaurus Flex, aka Young Thanos, aka the Don. Welcome back. This week, we got a very, very special show. By the way, this show is brought to you by Boost CBD. That's B Triple O S T. We make cannabis products for people who don't like getting high, specifically using CBD for performance and recovery. Those of you that are joining me out here watching this live taping, welcome back to the show. If you're here for the upgrades, we'll get into that. We got some insane amount of upgrades this week. If you guys are tuning in for the Q&A, I got tons of questions that came in. I want to answer all these. Not only that, Vic Damone, welcome to the show. <laughs> if you guys are just joining us, hit double tap that screen. Give me some hearts here, will you guys? If you guys have been following us, you guys have probably noticed that we started this show nine weeks ago. This is the Cash Leads Podcast. What we talk about here is the sport of business, how to perform at a high level, how to make sure you get your money right, how to build a foundation to build a strong team, a financial team around yourself, and how to make sure that you guys are out there kicking ass every single day. Thanks for the love, everybody. So let's get this started off here, guys. Um, first and foremost, we're going to give away some CBD here. We're going to give away some damn CBD. So how about right off the bat, first people in this room, all y'all are getting some CBD. So make sure I'm going to get you all your guys' uh, I'm going to make sure I get all your guys' details here. We got Victor, we got D-Lo, we got my man Scoop and Shovel, Mr. Alex Flores out there. Uh, all professionals, all kicking ass. I want to make, uh, make sure I write this down. And Shovel. All y'all are getting CBD right off the bat. Thank you for joining. I love it. Thank you for the support, guys. Um, throughout the show, we're going to be giving away more CBD. From week one to where we are now, we're, yeah, that's right, that's right, D-Lo. We're going to hook all you guys up with some CBD. I'm going to get you guys' details after the show here, ship out some bottles to you guys right away so you guys can give that a shot. Um, no DJ, no, no Dilly, the sound guy, once again, this guy's just abandoned me, but he has set me up with my battleship of technology now. I am fully stocked up. I can run this show all by my damn self. <laughs> So what we're gonna do is we're gonna rock this show here tonight guys if you have a question pound it in through there Okay, I can see everything live through here at the same time. I'm watching my levels on the microphone I'm talking way too loud, but that's just how it is. That's how I that's how I crush these shows So I'm gonna uh, move through this show here today guys. We gave away some CBD already Let's get in some quick questions here because I put up something ask me anything Steven welcome to the show uh Still a little, throw a little high there, guys. When you guys enter the show, throw throw any emoji out there. For the guys who are watching live, throw me the little the little wave emoji while there, okay? Uh, I, I told you guys this week that we have a Q&A. You guys can ask me anything. I'm an open book. Ask me about the journey. Ask me about what it's like to be broke. Ask me what it's like to uh, own the nightclub. Ask me what it's like to get crushed in debt from a nightclub. Ask what it's like to uh, work close to billionaires. Uh, I had a chance to work very close to some billionaires out in Toronto. Had great education. Ask what it's like to lose it all and restart all over again. 
I'm an open book. I'm here for you guys. I know that there's a lot of playoff action on right now. That's why I'm very, very, uh, um, very happy you guys have joined me here tonight. The questions have come pouring through. I'm going to rip through a lot of these questions. If you guys are just joining us on the live, shoot a question through. I'm going to answer it right through. If you guys are watching this on recording, shoot me a little fire flame. Shoot me a little fire emoji, okay, guys? Here's some questions right off the bat. Should we get in some questions? Pulse. Okay, let's go. Number one, Thor or Captain America? Um, Thor all the way because I hate Captain America. I hate three types of superheroes. I hate Captain America, I hate Superman, and I hate Optimus Prime. I hate any sort of goody goodies. Get the hell out of here, okay? Uh, the second question from Christabel XOX. Moi. I think that's what M U A stands for. Boxers or briefs? I am all about boxer briefs, actually. That's the best, especially the, the, the awesome boxer briefs they got in there. What's welcome, Ed? Welcome to the show, my man. Uh, welcome back to the Cash Lead Podcast, guys. We're just getting into the Q&A right now. We threw out a Q&A earlier today, and they, they're, they're coming through. So we're going to try and rip through these as much as possible. I had a little question here from the Little Nugget. He asked me, what's your biggest mistake in my career, and what did you learn from it? So great question. Um, I thought about this for a while before we started the show. I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, if anyone knows me, I'm the uh, unrealistically positive type of guy. Very annoying for pessimists, like my partner on the Airbnb, he absolutely hates it. So I don't really take anything as mistakes. I think of everything as just data and I make my adjustments. But I really want to answer this and take some time. So the biggest mistake in my career, what did I learn from it was, uh, real simply, my biggest mistake was not starting on my dream life right away and what I mean by that is um, the group I was with I really put a lot of the responsibility on them I put a lot of faith in them that they would get me to my dreams um, you guys if you followed me long enough if you follow the channel you guys know that my goals in life are simple uh, three streams of income and be able to work from anywhere on the planet and so uh, when you have your dreams or you have your master plan or your empire whatever you call it Things can always sidetrack you, whether it be you know great money, maybe it's um, things you want to give up because maybe you don't think you're going to get there, your limiting beliefs or whatnot, but things get in the way, right? And so my big thing was I didn't start soon enough. I thought that this company I was going to be with, my mentors there, were going to take me there, and that was the problem because I gave up my power, and I kind of started blaming other people for not getting me there. So we're going to get into that today because I prepared tons of material as well. I'm a professional. I come here prepared to launch a damn show. But we're going to keep moving with the questions here. Uh, we got another question here from Daddy Ma. He asked, what are the tools I use for creating media on for my channel and my profile? I get this question the most. A lot of you guys are wondering what I use to make my uh, make the videos, to make the stories, uh, to just pretty much pump out the content. And I love answering this. I'm completely open book. I use an app called Over. It's an amazing piece of software. It's an app that's on your phone. It makes picture editing a breeze, an absolute breeze. Um, I also use another one called, for my videos, I use one called Enlight Video Leap. Enlight is kind of like the dumb man's Adobe. So I originally found Enleap because I couldn't use Adobe. This is before they created their, 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 their cell phone software. And so Enlight's great. I use it for all the video. I use a combination between the Instagram app, the Over app, the Enlight app, uh, that's those are the main three to create pretty much everything you guys know me if you follow this channel by now you guys understand that I my mission is to build companies that I can run from my cell phone uh, I did that because when I 
set this mission, I forget who the hell it was, but they laughed at me and they said, can't be done, you're dumb. And thank you for whoever said that because now I am running the companies from the cell phone. Would love to get into that on a different day. But whole point of why I'm talking about this is because I truly believe that you can build a business off and run it from the cell phone. And so everything I do, I make sure I can run it and create it from the cell phone. Uh, there's a follow-up question here. Great question. Also from Daddy Ma. He says, do you get burnt out? How do you avoid it? I love this question because I get this question the most from high achievers. High achievers uh, are very competitive. They really want to reach the top. They already have the goal set in mind. Kind of the opposite from our show today. But high achievers always have the next target that they're trying to hit. And they are relentless about hitting their goals. Daddy Ma joining us right now with his question here. What's up, Chef Cole? If you guys are just joining us, welcome to the Cashly Podcast. Hit any one of these emojis down here, will you? Hit one of these emojis for the guys who are hitting live. To answer your question, Daddy Ma, do you get burnt out? How do you avoid it? So, um, I have been burnt out as anyone, uh, pretty much anyone in this room, I'm sure, but let's just look at it, are entrepreneurs, are guys who are very, very driven. Uh, that includes, you know, Chef Cole, that includes the Daddy Maz, that includes everyone in here, okay, guys? Burnout is, um, burnout happens in my, my in, in, in my experience, I wrote this down somewhere in my notebooks, deep in my notebooks, but burnout happens in uh, lack of, lack of information, and when you don't have a clear answer. And those are two different things, and I'll explain what I mean by this. Lack of information means you don't quite have the right information to move on to the next step. So you're kind of just grinding and grinding and grinding, and what's, you kind of know what the, what the checkpoint is, you just don't know when the checkpoint's gonna get there. And so what happens is you keep pushing and pushing, and uh, what happens is you end up burning out, usually happens when you're not gaining progress because for entrepreneurs, for anyone that's driven, for high, high achievers, competitors, um, that's our fuel, okay? Progress is our fuel, and when we don't get progress, that's when we start burning out. Uh, Ghostface403 just joined, welcome. Welcome everybody that's just joined here. Ghostface403, I think you just got some crazy diploma from the last few months here, and I know it took a lot of work to get there. How to avoid burnout is simple, is when you're burnt out, and for me, my triggers when I know I'm burning out is um, my irritability. I get very irritable when I'm burning out. I notice that my production plummets, completely plummets. What can normally take me a morning now takes me a day and a half of indecision spinning my wheels. And that's when I start understanding that burnout is happening. And so how I avoid burnout now, and I just discovered this earlier this year, is the, the trick to avoid to get out of burnout is to avoid it altogether. And so how I get rid of burnout and how I, how I, how I, how I beat back burnout is I start understanding my triggers. Now all of you out there will have different triggers when you start burning out. Some of you might not sleep very well. In fact, most people don't sleep well, but if you are burning out, you're likely getting less sleep. You're likely hitting the pillow at the end of night and once you close your eyes, bang, the day starts Everything you can't solve, everything you need to solve starts going through your head and now you can't sleep. So you're burnt out and you can't sleep. It's like an endless cycle. So when you start, first thing about burnout is understand your triggers. Like I said, mine is irritability. I start getting very irritable very quickly. You start snapping on people. That's when I know I need to settle down. For you, when you, you you'll know what burnout is. You might start, not only are you not going to sleep well, but you're probably waking up gassed out. 
You're waking up gassed because once again, burnout is lack of information and not understanding how to get the next checkpoint. And again, checkpoint for entrepreneurs is our fuel. So we want back those tiny wins. So once you understand what your triggers are, and that takes you, that really takes some self-assessment, right? To be very self-conscious about understanding what your, what your triggers are. Once you understand what those triggers are, the next step is to make sure that when you start feeling those triggers come on, it's very important, unplug from your work. As high achievers, as entrepreneurs, we want to just smash through walls. We think we can do it all. We know that we're going to get this project done no matter what anyone says, we're going to get the job done. Well, the problem with that is, is that you will get it done, but you can't get it done in a 36-hour sprint. Remember, if you're on this channel, if you're asking this question, how do you avoid burnout, it's probably because you have a lofty goal that you want to hit. So understand, I don't want to get you know cheesy here, but Rome wasn't built in a day. You can't eat this elephant in one bite. So what I learned this year to avoid burnout is to unplug from my work. Worst thing to say to a high achiever, worst thing to say to a very driven entrepreneur. What I think is that we've been very romanced right now with this digital culture. Uh, Gary Vee's really, he presses on it lots about, you know, grind, 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 um, grind, grind, push the pedal to the metal, sleep when you're dead. Arnold Schwarzenegger has a great uh, uh, keynote speech where he says, sleep six hours, uh, sleep less. And what I've discovered is that's actually not the case. And if we look at any of the top performers in athletics in the world, that's never been said before. That has never been said for any top athlete in the world. I don't care if it's tennis, I don't care if it's hockey, football, basketball, figure skating, downhill skiing, whatever. Rest is one of the most important aspects. And that's why you can talk to any trainer if you have a personal trainer, I'll talk to any trainer, any trainer I've ever asked, what's the hardest thing for you to get your athletes to do? They say rest. They say rest. With Boost CBD right now, we are really starting to really reach out to different athletic communities, specifically in the, um, what's that, in the CrossFit. And I asked them the same thing, the CrossFit coaches, the CrossFit gyms, what's the hardest thing you find with your athletes, with your program? They say, Donnie, the number one thing is making sure they do less. Taking giving them rest days and taking that away from them so they can actually rest. Entrepreneurs are probably the only category where we think going 36 hours straight is a badge of honor. And no other high performing task, sport, um, community is that even sane. Only do entrepreneurs do we think that that's the way to go and that we think that's a badge of honor. No. You grow the most from rest. You don't grow while you're lifting the weight. No, you're exerting all the energy. You grow when you sleep, when you recharge. That's when you grow. So to avoid burnout, understand your triggers and unplug. One of the most important things, and I still haven't built this into my habits yet, is when you set your schedule at the beginning of the week, the first thing you do when you set your schedule for the week, you set your time off. It's an amazing concept. It was in a book called The One Thing. I forget the author at this moment, given to my, me by my good friend, uh, Chris Martin. But The One Thing states that you must, the very first thing you schedule into your, your schedule, into your calendar, is your days off. 
absolutely incredible what that's done for my productivity, absolutely incredible what it's done for my energy, for my spirit, uh, how I'm able to come back fully refreshed. And so that's a huge part of burnout. Great question because I always hear it. Daddy Ma, thank you very much. It is from Gary Keller indeed. Okay, so that's the burnout question. Always hear it lots. Welcome back to the Cash Leads Podcast, everybody. If you're just joining us now, if you're joining us live, shoot one of those little emojis up. Give me the wave, give me the thumbs up. If you guys are joining me on the recorded, shoot me one of the flame on little emojis, okay? You guys have just hit me in the Q&A section. We've gone through some pretty big questions already. We've talked about what my biggest mistakes are. Um, what are my tools that I use for creating my media for my channels and my profile? Lunar Wild Music, what's going on? Alan C, what's going on everybody? Welcome to the show. We just also went over one of the number one questions I get is how do you avoid burnout, okay? Amazing questions. Okay, gonna keep moving on here because we got, uh, got a huge show uh, on for you guys. I wanna make sure we get into the good stuff. Number six, we got a question from B Benzo. Is it B Benzo or B B Enzo? And maybe it's B Benzo. I'm not too sure. She asked, "Do you snore?" I don't think so. Do I look like a snore, guys? I don't think so. Little S A S M R for you guys. That's a, that's some clear passageways. That's a man who doesn't snore. Okay. Next question, Steve, the social CEO says, "Why is Steve so good looking?" Great question. I think it's because he's got this this incredible uncanny way he bounces between like a, a thick beard and then the low pro beard. That's what I think it is. Uh, also helps that he has a beautiful family and a beautiful wife and a beautiful baby. Moving on, uh, Ghostface403 said, is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hmm. After contemplating about it for one sip of beer, it's a taco witch. It's a shape of a phallic sandwich. So, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, ASMR is a weird part of the internet. If you guys don't know what ASMR is, you got to search us up. It's when people make, like, very soft noises and they scratch the microphone and stuff. We're going to decide to uh, include that. So here's some ASMR for my fans out there. Boom. That's it, crack. Okay, let's get this moving here. Welcome back to the show. If you guys have any questions, blast them through. I'm gonna answer all these. I wanna to get to the main part of the show today though. We already gave away some CBD. CBD's already been given out. Stay tuned because we're gonna give up more CBD in this show, okay? Uh, answer the questions. Now I wanna get into the, the big part about the show here and that is uh, the three-step foundation of getting your greatest goals covered. Do you guys remember what this is? Do you guys remember this? These were your 2019 goals, okay? Are you close? Are you kicking your goals in the ass? My guess is if you're in this show, you're probably got a good foundation. However, I've spent, I'm gonna give you guys a cool story. I'm gonna give you guys a story of how it took me seven years to finally wake up at 5.30 in the morning, okay? So I'm gonna walk you guys through this because seven years ago, I got a book called The, the, the Greatness Guide by Robin Sharma. Absolutely incredible author and one of the things he teaches is called the 5 a.m. club. About how the greatest and top CEOs and top performers wake up and the ability to multiply your work, to multiply your, 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 your mental energy, focus it to do your best work. It's called the 5 a.m. club. I was absolutely enamored by this. Hello, la la la, welcome to the show. 
If you guys are just joining us, hit us with one of these emojis, okay guys? Hit us with one of these emojis so I can see that you're in. Double tap the screen if you guys are like what I'm seeing, please. Let me see some hearts. Let's get the show going here. This is the story of how it took me seven years and to wake, to finally understand how to wake up at 5.30 in the morning and the tools I had to build along the way. This is my three steps to how to do, here's the three-step foundation of how to do your greatest work. I'm making up this as I go along for the title. I promise you the work itself has been crafted over the last seven years. So why I brought this up is because I talk to people and sometimes people want to seek out my drunken advice and everyone's stuck somewhere somehow, okay? And so I'm going to wrap this to say your 2019 goals. Everybody makes their list, their New Year's resolutions. My favorite. The thing about New Year's resolutions is that I don't really hear too many people ever say they finished their new year's resolutions and so i'm going to give you guys this formula of how i hit my new year's resolutions and you can use that to talk to really extrapolate the good stuff and you guys can uh, use that to start your biggest goals uh-huh honey so uh, I'm gonna answer this quick question before we get here do you keep a network database great question i do keep all of my clients on a database so that eventually I follow them up. It's terrible for me as a salesman to say I'm not following up. But as for uh, people who I, I network with, I'm gonna get into my how I network later in the show. I don't keep exactly a network database as I try my best to just interact with everyone that's in my network. So, uh, just like you guys out there, I'm extremely busy. We run a business or we're in a job that's very demanding or more probably more often it's, it's a job that we make demanding because we go to work and want to perform at our highest. So just, just looking at the people in, the, in, in, in this room here. So what I try to do is that's what I try to use social media for. I try my best to use social media to reach out and stay in touch with everyone in my network database. And so that way I stay connected. And so when I do reach out, it's not just something like I just reaching out to, to, to get something from them or to, you know, uh, uh, what's that called? Position my way into, into, a better, into a better position here. I try to truly try and keep track of everyone's lives as much as I can. Um, I've worked on my memory for 10 years when I lost it before to make sure that I could really store a lot of these things because when networking, uh, actually, uh, Calvin Delapeno, an incredible guest here last year, last week, was explaining this about how, especially in Instagram, the networking on Instagram is very much about what you can do for me. I truly believe that networking can reach another level when you try to explain what you can do for somebody else. How can I help you? And Steve, the social CEO, really changed my life about that. Uh, I find Instagram is very much about what you can do for me, do for me, do for me. Uh, I think an amazing community is one of the twitch community and the one of uh the newest one I forget what they're called right now jimmy's gonna kill me but it's one of if i like you i will support you and by twitch what they do is they do the donations right they tip you if they like your content so i really love that and i use that model because for networking what can you do for somebody else how can you acknowledge them all the rules are the same what human beings want the most is to be acknowledged everyone goes through their day pitching and scrapping and in the trenches and trying to make their way through this crazy world and really all people want to be is just acknowledged so when someone writes something on instagram um 
what I'm really trying to do now and to, to come full circle for this networking question is actually message them or actually leave a comment that actually means something. Have you guys ever posted something and you just get likes, 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 likes and had nothing to do with anything? It was a question. Very insincere type of, uh, type of engagement. I try to engage everyone. That's how I keep the networking going. The most powerful tool, I'm gonna talk about this forever, is that damn cell phone. Creating over consuming. Instead of just scrolling through, scrolling through and just trying to get that little endorphin hit by that new thing, funny thing, sexy thing, um, crazy thing, I try to create more. So I'm trying to push out more than I'm trying to consume. And that's how I network, okay? That's a long about, long about answer for answering your, uh, your, your question there, scoop and shovel, but thank you. So to get into it, guys, to get into it, this is the three-step foundation of doing your greatest work, okay? So this is the story of how I start working, waking up at 5.30 in the morning, where now I pretty much wake up at 5.30, uh, pretty much can do it on the regular and how I've started to put things in place so that I can get up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning. And what's happened since I can wake up in the morning is I do my best work. That was how I was able to build a company while I worked a nine to five, broke as fuck. Can I swear on this show? Talk is cheap, motherfucker. Fucking rights. Can I swear on this show? Another one. Fuck yeah. So, um, I love this show. I love this shit. <laughs> Welcome, Top Line PSC. Welcome. This guy's got a great channel as well. This guy, this guy's got one of my guilty pleasures. I actually love watching this guy paint all day. It's absolutely amazing. So, um, here's the three steps. The very first step, the very first step to actually getting your goals done, okay? Number one is super simple. It is setting your goal. Sounds simple. Yes, Donnie. No shit. Setting your goal. But what let me let me let me let me illustrate the picture and what I'm trying to say is actually know where your finish line is. Actually set the finish line. A lot of times, like I said at the beginning of the show, a lot of people have big goals like um, 2019. I'm gonna bring this back to the to the New Year's goals. It's usually one of these categories. I want to make more money this year. I want to see my family more. I want to some sort of health, lose weight, gain weight, beach body, uh, shed pounds, be leaner, run 10K, whatever it is, it's always health. And then the last one is usually, let's see, money, health, travel. I wanna travel more. And then what usually ends up happening in a year is you just kind of fall back into place, right? Maybe work's getting busy. Uh, maybe I have to coach. Well, the kids, the babies, I don't have enough energy, this, that, and the other. Well, what I'm gonna do is give you guys my framework to hit your goals, even if you don't have enough time, even if you're busy, even if what you've tried has, it, I've tried it and it never works, even if it's too much work, even if you have no money, okay? Uh, even if you've tried it a million times, I'm gonna give you guys the foundation of how I got to where I got to, how I've trained hundreds of people on this as well. If you have a pen and paper, I definitely recommend writing this down. Okay, so number one is actually setting the goal, setting the finish line to make sure that you can get to the finish line. This is more important than anything. And what I'm gonna relate this to is planning a vacation. Planning your life goals is much like planning your vacation. And so what I always tell everyone when this conversation comes up, first and foremost, we're gonna plan a vacation where step one, 
where are you going to go? You would most likely find your destination of where you want to go before you go on vacation. Am I right? So it's important to know where you're going. That is step one. And it sounds so simple. But what happens is no one, most of the people I talk to don't know what the end goal is. They've got, their, they've got their life together, they've got their job, they've got their uh, responsibilities, like their mortgages, they've got their family, they've got their relationships or whatever they're doing, but they don't know where they're going. They haven't decided on which part of the vacation that they're trying to get to. And so the very first thing is you have to decide where the finish line is. Because if you don't know where the finish line is, you don't know what you're training for. If you don't know what you're training for, you're just gonna be trying anything. And that's all great because you will gain successes here, there. Maybe you'll make a little bit of money here. Maybe you'll find a good relationship here. Maybe you will get your health. But what will happen is eventually, as all people do, is people need purpose. They need purpose. And once they line up their purpose with their daily lives, it's amazing what happens to you. Your energy goes skyrocketed. Your mental clarity is through the roof. Your ambition is cranked a 10 out of 10. Your problem solving is, is un, unimaginable. Nothing can stress you out because you know where the end goal is. So let's just take this back to the vacation analogy here. If let's just say we decided, us and everyone in this room decided that we were going on vacation. And let's say let's, we decided on going to Japan. So let's say we decided to go to Japan, and let's just say we took a boat to Japan. Well, what happens if that boat got caught in a storm and we got rerouted to Hawaii? Well, what would happen is we would just, after the storm was done, we'd hop in a boat and, and go to Japan. And so, sounds simple, but what if we didn't decide that we were going to Japan and we jumped on this boat? We just jumped on this boat. We said, hey, this boat's fun. Hey, there's, there's food and there's dancing and there's music and there's scenery and this boat's going to take us around the world. Well, perfect. What happened? This boat hit a storm. The storm ended. Now we're just on the boat drifting through the sea. And so that's why you have to understand where the finish line is because things will happen to you along the way to this finish line, 100%. If you know where the destination is, you can just make adjustments. Super simple as that. There's three parts of this though. I'm not just gonna leave you with some vague, funny little story here. There's three parts of this. When you set your goal, you're gonna to wanna to write what you want. What is the finish line, okay? What is it that you actually want? No goal is too big. Write it down. You got one chance at this. You got one chance in 80 years on this planet to do it, write it down. But here's the part where I think I've never heard this before, but it's what really kept me in my lanes. The second part after you write what you want, try this. Try writing what you're willing to give up to hit this goal. So for me, when I left, uh, when I left home to go pursue trying to build companies and trying to learn how to build companies, I said I was going to give up friends. I was going to give up partying. I was going to give up drinking. And um, those are the three big ones. I was going to, oh yeah, I was, I was going to give up dating and girls. So it's important to write what you're willing to give up because along this journey to your goal, and if you set it big enough, it's going to take some time. These things are going to come back in. Say tonight, there's playoffs going on tonight. I think there's some pretty intense basketball games. I think there's the hockey playoffs are going on right now. Well, if you didn't write that down that, hey, I'm going to give up um, pointless social events, 
Well, guess what? You're probably gonna spend three hours going watching a game, and then you're probably gonna have a few beers here, there, yada, yada, yada. Uh, now you're going to bed. You know, you're a little dr- bit drunk. You're a little bit trying to, trying to party, trying to live it up. And guess what? You're off track now. You're off track. You're gonna wake up hazy, and now it's the opposite of a domino effect. Now you've set yourself up for disaster instead of setting yourself up for success. And so that's the important thing of writing down what you're willing to give up. So when those things pop up, this is no surprise. I told myself I was going to uh, 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 give up happy hours. I told myself I was going to give up uh, weekends going out. And so you can use that time to get back to work. It's very painful at first. Very, very painful at first. But as long as you write it down, and that's to get back to my man Benny here, um, writing all this down. What do you want? What are you willing to give up? And then, almost as important, what you're not willing to give up. So once you write down what you want, write down what you are willing to give up for it. The last part is what you're not willing to give up. So for me, I wasn't willing to give up my health and I wasn't willing to give up uh, my family. And now at this point, if I was to write the same thing, I would say I'm, uh, at this point, I would never give up my values. So, and what I mean by that is no matter what I do now, I will never give up my values for money. In other words, taking a shortcut. Um, selling things that I don't think give massive benefit back to the customer. Having to take a kind of a smoke and mirrors way to getting a sale. I won't do that anymore. I've been through there. And so that's very important. You map those three things out, you will be blown away how clear it is when these things, when you come face to face with them, if you just simply wrote them at the beginning. That's step one, setting the goal. Step two is making the time. This part is absolutely incredible because I find not very many people utilize their calendar very much. Step two is the most important because it's the only resource that you must control. You must control your time. It is the the richest resource that you have. You don't know how much you have. You can't get any of it back and It's the one that you can control, but I find most people don't. And so what I mean by this is that this is going to crush any of the excuses like, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. um, I've done this so many times it doesn't work. Okay, I don't care how, how filled your schedule is. Everyone has the same amount of time. And so this is the only thing that everyone has that's equal. You must. You absolutely must take control of your time and spend it wisely because it is truly the only currency you give up to do whatever you're doing. The one thing that really changed for me was when I really actually looked at my calendar and I started looking at, holy, what am I doing? Did I actually just waste three hours on Instagram? That three hours could have gone towards writing down even the first step of what we just talked about. That time is going to pass no matter what. It's important that you block off that time and you use it strictly for hitting these goals. You have time. Trust me, you have time. You need to try using a calendar. And what I really suggest is try using a calendar, even if it's at first just in your phone. And just start noticing, just start writing down what you're doing with your damn time. What time you're waking up at. What are you doing at nighttime? Are you just on your phone on YouTube? There's time and you can hedge out time, okay? 
And I'm gonna, at the end of this, I'm gonna give you guys some rock solid tools of how to get started. I'm just gonna give you guys a framework at first right now. Okay, moving forward here. Drink, cheers. Okay, number three here, guys. Number three, you've set your goal. You've written down what you want. You've written down what you're willing to give up. You've also written down what you're not willing to give up. Okay, here's something I want to bring up right now. Super simple. With the time, I number three is simple is that now that I, I write down what time I'm going to do it, now I just break things down. Okay, so I have my big year end goal, my New Year's resolutions or whatnot. Here's the thing, you probably set some goal that was so big, and hopefully you did set a goal that was big and kind of ridiculous, you didn't know how you were supposed to get there. Perfect, that's when you know you set the perfect goal, okay? The second thing now is to break these goals down and try to give yourself goals to hit every single month. So work backwards. In the same book that you're writing everything, what's your big goal? Do the math, what's gonna take for me to get there, how much time you have to put in, how much money's gonna cost, whatever. And then here's the magic right here, guys, okay? Da -da -da -da. See one of these? This is the game changer right here. This is the absolute game changer. And so get one of these. And why this is important is because that which is recorded gets done. That's, that's one of the laws of productivity here, okay? That's which is recorded gets done. That what is scheduled gets done. That's a law of productivity. You schedule it in, it's getting done. And so what you have right here is a whiteboard. Uh, I absolutely love whiteboards, but I have one of these taped in every single house. Uh, eventually give you a tour of the new office. It's just, it's just literally a desk and a wall, walls of whiteboards. And so why this is important is because with your goals, you want to be able to see them every single day. And so one of the things I that one of the things that changed for me about goal setting was writing down my goals every single day. One of the biggest things was writing my goals down every single day. That really changed. That clicked something in my head because everybody here knows you're going to set your goals and what's up Rossi real welcome to the show. Everyone here has set their goals before and has forgotten about it by mid-February. Everyone here has done it. I've done it for sure. What really changed was uh, last year when I started writing my goals down every single day. Every single morning I wrote these goals down so I'd see it. And so I know when I wake up exactly what I'm doing. I'm going after these things and that's why these little things like the playoffs. And trust me, I want to watch the Raptors, but I'm not going to watch the damn Raptors. I have shit to do, okay? I want to go drinking with the friends. But you know what? I'm going to drink here with you guys. This is the next thing. Writing down your month and just seeing a snapshot. And so what, this is what I do. Uh, I'm not no Fortune 500 CEO. I'm not, I don't have an MBA. I don't understand those things. Not to mention entrepreneurship, we're moving fast. So what I do is I take my goals and all I do is I focus on this month right here. I just focus on this month and whatever's written on this board, that's what I'm doing this month. That's all. And what that does is it takes this giant super goal, this giant mountain of a goal, and then I just chunk it down to what I'm doing right here. <laughs> Danny's watching Eating Frosted Flakes. So here's what I do here, guys. Super simple. Whatever your goal is, you're going to want to track this, okay, like this. So if you're losing weight, if you're gaining weight, whenever I'm weighing myself, I'm going to write it down. 
I'm gonna write down my monthly goals right here and I'm gonna write down what I need to do this week. And that's all I do, that's all I focus on. I don't worry much about anything else except what's on this board right here. Huh. And this is super important because you wanna free up as much of your brain power, as much of your bandwidth as possible. That's why you hear about the, the Steve Jobs only wears a turtleneck. Um, who's the richest, former richest man in the world? Berkshire, Hath Hash Berkshire Hathaway, help me out here guys. Billionaire investor. Anyways, this is why I hear about all these uh, high-level CEOs. They try not to waste bandwidth on small decisions. I try to cut out all the small decisions, all the thinking, as much as possible. And that's why I write in this and I just follow this board. That's all. That Remember, that which is scheduled gets done. And so once again, here's my month. That's where I keep track. Same with due dates and deadlines. I write down my goals for a month. This is all I'm heading towards. And then down here, I write down what I gotta get done for the week. Super simple, super analog. And why I like that is because the physical action of writing something down really connects that mind muscle brain link and really keeps yourself accountable. I love apps, but personally, I love analog. I love digital apps for when I'm on the go to more keep me, to show me where I am in the moment. I love using analog, writing things down to really imprint it into my brain, keep myself accountable that way, okay? So those are the three steps, guys. That's just the foundation. There's more to this. It sounds easy, it sounds simple, but remember, what's simple isn't easy. So aside from the three-step foundation, I'm gonna give you guys actually some of the greatest tools to help you along the way. And here's three things to really keep you in line while you are uh, uh, applying this foundation. And it's just a little bit of mindset to help you out with. Number one, this one is the most incredible one because the question might come up and it says, okay, Donnie, well, how do I know that I'm even doing anything when I'm starting something new? I don't know how to do start a keto diet. I don't know how to uh, start my own company. Uh, I don't know how to venture out on my own. I've been with this relationship for so long. I don't know how to go venture out on my own. Um, I've been helping. I don't know how to go get a job. I've been with this job for so long. Um, I don't know how to start this diet, lose this weight, buy this home, yada, yada, yada. This goes on forever. It's very simple. I'm going to give you one way to think about this. It's called the 1% rule. And the 1% rule was actually... Uh, started by a doctor and he was, uh, I'm going to bring this up right here. And he's, he's actually a coach. His name is Sir Dave Brailsford. Sir Dave, Bra Sir Dave Brailsford, uh, what the story goes, he actually took over the British cycling team, Team Sky, back in the 2010. And what happened was, at that time, no British cyclist had ever won the Tour de France ever. And it's the biggest cycling race ever, as you guys know. So the British team had never won the, um, the, the, the Tour de France, and they've never won Olympic gold. And so what this coach did, Sir, Sir Dave Brailsford here, he, implied, he, he started something called the 1% rule. As called, it was, it's the concept of marginal gains. And so what he did was instead of trying to increase over capacity and overtrain speed, strength, endurance, this, that, and the other, his tactic was we're going to just increase 1% of everything. Absolutely everything we're going to increase by 1% only. 
And so he took that to the extreme. He did that with their nutrition. He did that with their sleep. He did that with even the, the sheets and the pillows that the athletes would uh, sleep on. He did it with uh, the bicycle seats, the cushioning. He increased everything by 1%. It's called the concept of marginal gains. And what ended up happening after that, uh, the goal was to have uh, um, Team Sky win a, or, yeah, Team Sky win the Tour de France within five years. They did it in three. They also ended up winning, um, I forget, dominating the World Olympics in the next in the next few Olympics. Um, I think they actually ended up winning more gold medals or more medals than any other team sport, uh, any other uh, uh, sport in the Olympics for, for that. So it was absolutely incredible. So what I mean and how I've implied this, implored this, is the 1% rule. In this year, while you are going after these goals, these big lofty goals, every single day, just try to be 1% better than yesterday. Just 1%. And it, this is really powerful, especially if you're starting from nothing. If you've been sitting on a couch for the last 12 months, you don't need to go run a, a 10K, 10K race. You don't even have to go to the gym and smash out a full workout. You go do 1% and it's going to have such a huge change. It's going to jumpstart the body. That it's going to have huge dramatic effects. It's going to pushing the, 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 the motor along. So if you've been sitting on the couch for, for 12 months, put on your pair of shoes and go run around the block. 1% better. If you're having financial troubles, just try one day not to spend a single penny. That's it. Just try and not spend any money today for one day, 1% better. And then tomorrow, try to have a lunch ready. The day after that, try to have your lunch and not go out for a beer. 1%. And what that does, not only is it marginal gains, because if you do the math, 1% per day over a year makes you 365% better. Three and a half times better than when you started. Imagine you were three and a half times better with your money right now. Imagine you could lift three and a half times more in the gym than you could right now. Imagine you were three and a half times more present with your partner right now. Imagine you were three and a half times more appreciative and more loving and more present with your family. 1% every day is not hard to do, and the gains you get over time are monumental. So that's number one. This leads into mindset number two, is that the most important part about hitting these goals isn't about setting this monster goal. It's not really about um, going out there and blasting and setting huge and showing everyone on Instagram, networking this and the other. The most important thing to have during this goal, this goal race, this goal sprint, is remember, A, it's, a, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. We're doing the 1% marginal rules. I, I recommend you try it. But also remember, consistency over everything. It's more important that you do it every single day at 1% than to do 100% on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 50% on Thursday, 10% on Friday, hungover, Saturday, Sunday, start again. There's no breaks. Don't take a break from this. The second you leave it alone, it's going to start fading on you. So consistency over everything. 
The third tip I would say, uh, a little mentality shift around here, is talk to people who are where you want to be. Talk to people. Don't talk to your mom. Don't talk to your dad. Don't talk to your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your coworkers, your boss, uh, your, your, your pub buddies, your buddy on your volleyball team. No, 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 no. None of their say means anything. In fact, they're probably going to say what you're doing is probably stupid, not possible. Um, they're probably going to give you all of their reasons why it didn't work, which means absolutely nothing because they don't understand your vision. It's very hard for you to paint the, your vision for somebody else. So talk to people who are where you want to be. Talk to the person that's changed your life. Talk to the person that's uh, living the, a life of freedom. Talk to the person that got that raise from their work. Talk to the person that uh, started their own business. Talk to the person that uh, left that relationship. Talk to people who did it. Not to, the, not to the people around you. The people around you, they're just, they're great people but they're not doing what you're trying to do. So therefore the information is very, very skewed. Okay guys, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the Cash Leads Podcast. We had a great one today. Uh, that's all for me today, guys. If you guys have any questions, what's up? It's Alan, just joined the show. If you guys are watching this uh, on live, Hit me up with one of those crying emojis, will ya? Hit me up with one of those crying emojis. If you guys are joining me on the, on, the, on, the, on the recast, hit me up with the fire emoji, okay? Here's how we're gonna win. I'm gonna give away some more CBD before we leave here. We already gave a bunch, a bunch of CBD at the beginning of the show. We're gonna give away some more CBD right now, okay? Oh, before I, actually before we get into that, I gotta tell you guys how I woke up at 5.30 in the morning here. Super simple. By exactly applying these concepts, I had to figure out what I was trying to wake up at 5.30 for. I wanted to build my own company from a cell phone that I, could, that I could operate from anywhere in the world. The problem was I was working a nine to five, so I had to wake up in the morning to do the work. And so when I woke up in the morning, what I was willing to give up, I was willing to give up a little bit of sleep. Okay, I was willing to give up uh, going out at nighttime so I could wake up in the daytime. And so what I started doing was I couldn't just wake up at 5.30, I was absolutely exhausted. So I started waking up at seven, then I started waking up at 6.30, then I started waking up at 6.15, and I just tried to do it just a little bit every single day, every single day, just a little bit better, until finally now there's so much momentum, there's so many things going on that when I wake up at 5.30, bang, I'm out, I'm ready to rock. Uh, now I've gone to a point where there's five key things. I call them the five small changes. We're not going to get into that today because we're running out of time here. Yes, the 5 a.m. club, but follow this, follow, this, uh, follow this foundation that we've set for you. Use the little mindset hacks that we've put along the way. Use the marginal gains. Use the 1%. Understand consistency over everything. And finally, talk to people who where you want to be. If you guys just joined us and you missed all the good stuff in the middle, if you missed the, the three-step foundation of how to do your greatest work, please watch the replay. Okay, we got it here for you. If you guys want to win some CBD, I want you guys to message me and answer this question is a hot dog a sandwich whoever gets my answer right i'm gonna send you some cbd i'm out profit on a six thousand dollar investment will be upwards of sixty thousand dollars 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 solo show complete